never stop doing little things for others, sometimes those little things occupy the biggest part of their hearts. You're listening to the Wisdom Worth Knowing live stream podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. If you're joining us for the first time, thank you. Make sure you subscribe, like, and share on your favorite social network. That's YouTube, Facebook, Rumble. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org. Never stop doing little things for others. Sometimes those little things occupy the biggest part of their hearts. Do we stop to consider? I know I'm guilty of this. Just how important the insignificant things or the seemingly insignificant things are to people? I don't know if I've ever stopped to actually embrace the weight or the potential weight of the small decisions we make every single day and how they impact other people. First of all, it's just hard to even understand or appreciate what everybody may be going through at any given time. We have no idea the burden or load that somebody else is carrying. We can guess. The problem is that strong people carry it better than others. So people who seemingly have it all together may not. Maybe they're carrying around something extremely heavy. They're just being strong for those around them and those they love. We have really no way of knowing for sure what they are going through. We just don't. We don't possess the information. We don't possess the empathy. We don't possess the amount of knowledge necessary to properly understand what they're going through. We just don't. And that can be frustrating, can be annoying. But I, and when it comes to that, it I just think I have this natural default state of just saying it is, it is what it is. We just don't know. We do not know the hearts of others. You know, Christ talked about this, like nobody knows the heart but God. Nobody. There are corners of our hearts we have never let anybody see. We may not ever let them see it in our lifetime. But God knows, right? So we can have conversations with him about it. I would encourage us to, you know, that way we can explore and at least figure out that part of ourselves. Learn to understand our own darkness. I think that's helpful, beneficial. The point I'm getting at here, though, is the first part of that quote where it says, never stop doing little things for others. is we have to really first consider whether or not we are doing little things for others. I've got two two younger kids. They're 8 and 11 right now as I do this podcast. And to them, I can tell now, you know, when I was 
a, an early parent. I didn't I didn't really fully appreciate this, but I can tell now how much the little things like just being around them helps. Just spending time with them, you don't even have to be doing anything spectacular. It helps talking with them, asking them how they are, getting interested in the little things that they do, their hobbies, their interests, getting them chocolate milk, helping them deal with something they accidentally broke or spilled or whatever it might be. A million little things are like the culmination of our relationships. It's not the quote-unquote mountaintop experiences that people tend to remember in their relationships. It is. Over time, it's the million little things. I can, th- I can honestly say this is probably true about my parents when I was growing up, was like all the little things that they did for us. You know, I didn't really fully appreciate when I was younger. I mean, it was the big things too. Those mattered, but man, the getting us up in the morning, getting us dressed, making sure we're fed, making sure we are healthy, making sure we're taking care of ourselves, making sure, you know, they would try to take care of us and reinforcing the positive things, you know, brushing off the negative. Of course, there were significant moments too in my life that are memorable, but that constant stream of stability, I didn't realize was rare until I got older. You know, not everybody had that. Actually, in fact, most people don't. Most people don't have a stable home life or stable relationships. Life is one chaotic event after another, wrought with instability. And then the rest of us sit around and we wonder why people can't get themselves together. It's like, well, their lives have been a wreck. Their foundation has been shaken so many times that they're in a constant state of panic and repair. You know, not everybody has that luxury of the stability that comes with strong relationships or strong upbringing. And I'm not bragging. I hope I hope that this isn't coming across it. It's more of like a, a moment of humility for me. Like I never really realized or appreciated the significance of that constancy until I got older, until I realized just how much it affects even my kids. It's very difficult to be consistent. But consistency is so necessary for people to be able to thrive. We need to be able to know that the rules of the game aren't going to change today, tomorrow, or next week, or a month from now, or a year from now. We need there, there's certain things we need to be able to grasp onto that are constant, especially in our youth. Because if we can grab onto those constant things, then it puts us in a position of being able to make decisions based on that constancy or consistency. I don't even know if constancy is a word. <laughs> but on that consistency... And that stability. I mean, this is true in almost every area of life. I mean, ask any business person who's starting a company. Do they start a company with when they don't know if the dollar is going to exist tomorrow? 
or if the economy is even going to exist tomorrow. No, like they make a decision because they know in, in one year, two years, five years, 10 years from now, it's going to pay off. Forward thinking people become forward thinking people because they have some history of consistency to bank on. We can offer that consistency to people by doing these little things for others regularly, being there for them, having conversations with them. Positive reinforce, positively reinforcing them, having like just being part of their lives in a constant fashion of some kind. Being a rock for people to hold on to. This is also a point of immense gratitude I have for um, my Christian upbringing. Not my upbringing, but my Christian relationship with God is... Love him or hate him, the man, the, he's, he's, he's consistent. Love him or hate him, Jesus is consistent. God is consistent. He will be constant. He has been the same. He is always the same, and he will always be the same. You know, that's why when you hear things from, Christ, from religious people, like, he is my rock, he is my shelter. Like, in, in a chaotic life, it is amazing to have something constant to hold on to. As life throws its inevitable ups and downs at us. You can love or hate religion, but that is an aspect of religion that is extremely beneficial. If you have a life that's chaotic and falls apart at random times, consider going to a church or opening your Bible and, and uh, you don't have to go to a church. You can have a personal relationship with God at any time. You don't need to be ultra religious. You can start establishing that relationship and you will have something constant. Is it always going to agree with you? No, but that's okay. It's constant. At least, at least you can cling on to the stability. Uh, one of the benefits of Christianity is it doesn't matter if you don't live up to the standard. It, Forgiveness is built into it. You don't need to be sitting there worrying about being judged all the time because, to be quite honest with you, judgment has passed. There are elements of judgment we will face, but with Christ's forgiveness, it's supposed to be a love-based love -based dynamic. But I'm not going to stick with the religious portion of the show too much. The whole point is, is consistency is important. So that first part of that quote where you never stop doing little things for others is, are you, are we doing a good job being a rock for people in our relationships? Are we being consistent? Are we doing these little things for others? Before we tap into that a little bit, let me tell you about Amazon Audible. This show is brought to you by Amazon Audible. If you're like me and you love reading but don't have the time, then Audible audiobooks may be the perfect solution for you. With Audible, listening is the new reading. You can pop in your earbuds and discover that next exciting adventure or expand your knowledge from any PC, Mac, Android, Alexa, or Apple device. And check this out. Listening, oh sorry, <laughs> because you listen to this show, for a limited time you can get instant access to thousands of audiobooks from Audible's Premium Plus catalog completely free. 
Just visit audible.wisdomworthknowing.org right now and take advantage of a limited-time free 30-day trial. That's right, for 30 days, you'll get full access to Audible's Premium Plus catalog, as well as an additional free title of your choosing. If you discover audiobooks aren't for you, no problem. You can cancel instantly online. That's it. It's that simple. Two years ago, audiobooks began to change my life, and they may change yours too. Pause this podcast and head over to Audible. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org and sign up right now. Sometimes those little things occupy the biggest part of their hearts. You know, when you're really young and, and your parents have kind of come through for you, you can bank on that for your entire life. And same thing with friendships. If you've got a you've had a friend who's come through for you consistently, you can bank on that. You know, I experienced a trauma when I was young. Um, it wasn't my trauma specifically, but I don't I don't want to go into it too much. But there was a moment with my my mom and my dad that came out of that where they said something to me, and they probably don't even remember saying it. But they were there for me in that little moment. But to me, it was a big moment. I never forgot it. Something that was probably seemingly insignificant for them. But it was a big deal for me. And that second part of that quote where it says, sometimes those little things occupy the biggest part of their hearts. That's true. We don't even know. We don't even know how much... These little things mean to other people. I mean, we call them little things, but they may not be little. To us, they may be. But to other people, it may be a big deal. Maybe they're dealing with something insanely traumatic just happened to them, and their lives are falling apart, and they're miserable and unhappy, and they hate themselves. And they're struggling with depression, anxiety, suicide. We don't know what people are dealing with. And maybe you just being there, saying hi, making a phone call, shaking their hands, smiling at them, thanking them. Maybe these small things you're doing is literally the only thread they have. Like, we don't know. That's a pretty big responsibility. I um <laughs> I do want to emphasize here that it's important not to get ourselves wrapped up in taking responsibility for other people's emotions and and what they're going through. We don't want to we don't want to take full responsibility because people need to take responsibility for themselves. But we we should take responsibility for our end of every relationship. And what I mean from that is, is we need to determine where we begin and they end. Or we end and they begin, maybe is a better way of phrasing that. We can't control other people and we shouldn't even try. But we can make emotional deposits. I like using that word. That's actually from an audiobook, um, Keep Your Love On by Danny Silk. And... 
it's really important for kids, especially that we make emotional deposits, but it's also important in all of our relationships that we make emotional deposits. And the question to ask ourselves is, in any of our relationships, are we taking more emotional withdrawals than we are emotionally depositing? Or are we banking for a rainy day? Are we depositing into the people around us more than we are withdrawing from them? Because we can balance out that dynamic. We can, on our good days, we can spend an immense amount of time depositing into people so that when the bad times come, they will be there for us to withdraw from. They might not all be. But we can, we can treat our relationships as emotional investments. Fantastic book. I highly recommend it. That keep your love on. If we are emotionally depositing into people on a regular basis, then we will be in a position to take the occasional withdrawal. And that withdrawal can be a confrontation. It can be a loving confrontation. It can be a... A piece of advice. It can be a... It can be a, 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 a bad day for you, a bad week for you, you know, because they have the deposits to bank on for a while. And this may be part of the relationship issue a lot of us are dealing with is we don't we don't take the time to deposit into people and we expect them to constantly allow us to withdraw. We aren't doing these little things that are that may be big things to them. I need to get better at this. I've gotten better at it, but I need to I need definitely do need to get better at it. Another good book to consider on this front is Love Languages. I think it's called The Four Love Languages. Or maybe I'm mixing up a C.S. Lewis book, but there is a uh, there's a love languages book that talks about the different love languages people have. There's love languages and then love languages for children. And you, you can identify what people value the most. If you start to understand their love language, this is a, this is vitally true if you're in a marriage, by the way, is you can actually, your love language might not match up with your spouses or partners. And so you may be mistakenly trying to show your love to them the wrong way, and they don't interpret what you're doing as a love thing. So you may feel like you're making a bunch of deposits, and it's just completely going over their head. So knowing people's love language and learning their love language will allow us to do these little things better, I think, and make those emotional deposits more effectively. Because you can do things that they know they value. I think one of them is gifts. Another one is words of affirmation. Another one's physical touch, and I don't just mean sexual. That'd be hugs, handshakes, pats on the back. Um, and then you got to consider that if their love language, for example, is words of affirmation, then when you say mean things to them, they, it hurts them more. It's more of a withdrawal. If their love language is gifts, if you forget to give them a gift on their birthday, it, they will take it personally. It doesn't have to be a big gift, but just the forgetting of giving a gift, a small gift makes them feel devalued. So, yeah, that's that's a great thing to consider.
So thank you for joining me today on the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. Don't forget, you can like, share, and subscribe on all of your favorite social networks. It helps the show grow. That's Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. You can also subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Anything you can do to share will help. The show is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E.wisdomworthknowing.org. And until next time, remember, never stop doing little things for others. Sometimes those little things occupy the biggest part of their hearts. Let's work on being the best version of ourselves we can today because that's the only thing we have control over. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain, and have yourself a wonderful day.